Hello, everybody, and welcome. Welcome back to another edition of Checking In With Chomo. How's everybody doing today? Ah. I hope everybody is doing well. I hope you're keeping your sanity. I hope you have all the toilet paper you need. I hope you have enough rolls of toilet paper to get you through until... Who knows? 2022. How about that? Just a random year. Why the toilet paper? Nobody has given me... A... Look, if you... If there's a real, like, valid reason why people are buying up pallets of toilet paper, let me know. Is it just, like, herd mentality panic buying? Like, oh my god, we need all the toilet paper. He's buying all the toilet paper, so we have to buy all the toilet paper. I don't understand it. I don't get it. I got a really, really cool voicemail the other day. Uh, that I haven't pressed play on yet because I wanted to tell you a little story to kind of like uh, to set it up. So back in uh, high school, uh, high school was not very kind to me. I was this little skinny kid with braces and uh, no self-esteem whatsoever. I was trying to figure out who I was and where I fit in and I was awkward, but I got along with all the little cliques in school, like the jocks and the nerds and the rednecks and all that, but I never was really in one of those cliques. I just kind of floated around. Unless you count, like, the bunch of random, unaffiliated misfits that were sort of at least non-hostile to one another. I guess that was a clique. So that's where I belonged. I was just one of those other random, sort of invisible kids in school. Totally awkward. I had crushes on girls who wouldn't pee on me if I was on fire, and it was rough. And this is going to sound like a humble brag. I really don't want it to, but the really, really, really smart kids were taking honors classes, and they were getting the wrong kind of attention. Like, they were getting bullied even more than I was. So whenever I was tested for gifted programs or honors classes, I would fail the test on purpose. So that I wasn't, I wasn't getting that same sort of attention. So as a result, my classes got boring. I was bored. And my grades went from really, really good in my freshman year to the point where I just barely graduated my senior year. And it was not fun. I was very happy to graduate high school. And looking back on it now, if I had known that you didn't have to go through the whole ceremony, like with the cap and gown and the walking down the aisle, and they would just mail you your diploma, I totally would have done that. Like, I would have just skipped that completely. Why did... I wish I had known that that was an option. Like, I thought you had to go through the whole ceremony to get your diploma, and then you were officially graduated. No, they could have just put it in a manila envelope and mailed it to you. Boy, if I had known that... A good homeschool program, that would have been great. But that didn't exist back in the 1980s, so there I was, in public high school. And I learned really, really early on in elementary school that if you could make people laugh, that was a lot of fun, and it was cool, and if you could make them laugh or entertainment or entertain them, 
then that was a lot better than getting picked on or roughed up. Uh, so in sixth grade, I took up violin. Which is the nerdiest instrument of all. <laughs> it was not even a cool instrument, but it was the one we had. And I stuck with that until 10th grade, and I quit because it was super competitive, and the violin teacher hated me, and it got to be uh, really... That got to be miserable. But all four years of high school, I took drama class with Mr. Bechtel. And Mr. Bechtel was hilarious, and he would smoke, and he would swear in class, which is amazing, and he would teach you all about acting and expressing yourself, and, like, the real world. Like, he was one of the best teachers I've ever had, hands down. I learned so much from him, and I wasn't even really good at that class. But by the end of my senior year, with my terrible report card, I was at least starting to feel a little comfortable in my own skin. And I was better equipped to sort of be around people and be funny and entertaining and not take myself too seriously. And drama class is the reason that I'm comfortable behind this microphone talking to you. It's because of drama class. It's because of Mr. Bechtel. And there's a ton of podcasts like this one. A lot of people do this better than I do. You know... There's a guy in Starbucks on a Wednesday night playing Wonderwall for five people, and three of those people are employees. I'm that guy. <laughs> I really am. But if you, I love doing it. I love doing it. Uh, it's a wonderful form of self-expression. And if you enjoy hearing me do it, then that's a direct result of high school drama class. So uh, fast forward to a couple of months ago, my wonderful misfit friend Travis and I were talking on Facebook about drama class and how it was kind of awesome and transformative for a lot of us. And a woman named Kim was part of the conversation and I got a friend request from her and I didn't recognize her at first and I didn't accept the friend request, mainly because all the girls that were in drama class, like especially in my junior and senior year, were the popular dumb cheerleader types that decided that drama class was the cool kids club which was weird actually one of them won most dramatic you know how they have the senior superlatives at the end of the year the best dressed uh, best athlete most likely to succeed one of them was most dramatic and uh, one of the cheerleader types won. And the guy that won most dramatic was, of course, yours truly, because I took drama class for four years, right? Nope. <laughs> nope. It was a more popular guy who had never even been in the drama class. So I'm, I'm still not bitter about that one. I actually am. Um, so then it dawned on me. It finally dawned on me. I said, holy crap, that's Kim. That's freaking Kim. Kim was one of the girls who, maybe the only girl, who didn't seem phony or trying to be something she wasn't. She was just super funny and talented and authentic and nice. And maybe she was a cheerleader. I don't know. I don't know. And that's the beauty of it, because she didn't act like a cheerleader. She, she wasn't one of those girls. And I always really admired her for it. And I married a, a woman that is a lot like that. She's very, very funny and authentic and just doesn't know how to be anybody but herself. And so, yeah, I always admired Kim. And so after all of that, <laughs> after all that long-winded nonsense about me, 
Uh, she left me a voicemail here 30 years later, and I have not heard it yet. So this is going to be really, really interesting and cool. So I'm going to turn the bed music off. And, uh, gosh, let's hear from Kim. Hi, Paul. It's Kim from high school. You know, like 30 years ago. How are you? <laughs> uh, just saw your post on Facebook and wanted to call. I've been meaning to call for weeks. Um, how is the quarantine going? Well, tonight for dinner, I made um, coconut buttercream frosting and a screwdriver. Oh, nice. So there's your answer. <laughs> Hope <laughs> you are faring just as well, if not better. All right. Thanks. Take care. Bye-bye. So that was Kim. Hey, Kim. <laughs> that was so awesome. Yeah, coconut buttercream frosting and a screwdriver is a magnificent way to start a quarantine. And you just said coconut buttercream frosting. You didn't mention anything about the cake. So I'm assuming that you just made a giant, a giant batch of coconut buttercream frosting. Here's what I picture. I picture you, uh, high school you, of course, uh, sitting on the couch with like a KitchenAid mixing bowl full of coconut buttercream icing and you're just like scooping it out with two fingers and just shoving it into your gob. And just enjoying every second of it with a screwdriver next to you. <laughs> Man, I want coconut cream pie now. I might have to go in the kitchen and do some baking when I'm done here. Holy moly. That was Kim! Thanks for calling, Kim. Wow! That made my day. It really did. So, uh, hey. Thanks, Kim, for checking in. And thank uh, the rest of you for checking in. This has been a transmission of the Podfix Network. For more about this show and other great Podfix programs, go to podfixnetwork.com.